Attention bourbon lovers, are you ready for a taste sensation like no other? Old Raleigh Distillery, recently awarded Best Micro Distillery in the U.S., invites you to experience the art of whiskey blending firsthand. Located just east of Raleigh in downtown Zebulon, the distillery specializes in premium, micro-batch bourbon, and limited-release whiskeys. Visit the tasting room Tuesday through Sunday to savor a wide variety of whiskeys, specialty cocktails, wine, and beer. And don't miss a chance to peek behind the curtain with a tour of the blending operation every Saturday and Sunday at 1 and 2 p.m. For more information and to plan your visit, visit OldRaleighDistillery.com. Follow on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Old Raleigh Distillery for exclusive updates and behind-the-scenes content. Old Raleigh Distillery, where every sip tells a story. Whether you frequent these bars or whether you're going into them for the first time, the person pouring your drink, even if it is a gin and tonic, is making a difference in that experience. Getting an award from your city magazine or, or being representing your city is kind of a big deal to them and, and it feels good. And so if you have a favorite bar, you have a favorite bartender, vote for them. You're listening to Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I'm your host, Gina Stevens. You may know Raleigh Magazine, but what you may not know is how we get our stories. It's all inside baseball. You'd be surprised what people will tell us. Our MO is telling stories no one else is telling. So this podcast is where you get the inside access to stories you won't read anywhere else. So let's dive into some of Raleigh Magazine's biggest stories. If you know me, read Raleigh Magazine, or listen to this podcast, you know we love the hospitality industry, especially Raleigh's bars. In fact, we love them so much, our February issue honors the year's best bars as chosen by thousands of our readers. And this year, we're making it even better. With me today is Editor-in-Chief Melissa Housem to talk about one of our favorite things, Raleigh bars. Melissa, thanks for joining me. Yes, thanks for having me. Cheers to that. Look, we make no bones about loving our local hospitality industry, so we are thrilled to make our big announcement. This year, as part of our annual Best Bars issue in February, uh, we will also be having you vote on Raleigh's Best Bartender. Yes. Now, there are no runner-ups, no first runner-up, second runner-up, third (laughs) runner-up, no. So you don't get three? (laughs) No. One trophy, one winner, and it's Raleigh's 2022 Best Bartender. And we've done a little bit of the homework for you. In the new issue, get yours. There are 16 bartenders from some of our favorite spots, um, which naturally have our great bartenders, that you can vote for. Yeah. So as people obviously deeply rooted in the local bar and restaurant scene, we obviously were in a place to curate this list, but we did get a little help along the way. So we uh, tapped some of the top hospitality minds in the area to help us kind of curate the final list. Like you said, it's in the issue. And we've been doing Best Bars now. This will be our seventh time. And so we wanted to mix it up, if you will. And I think that we kind of had this epiphany at the last year's best, well, this year's, January's Best Bars Party. So we've known about this for quite some time. Very excited to unveil it. So voting is open. Today's November 1st. It's open today at RaleighMag.com. It'll be clear. Trust me, it'll be neon flashing when you get to our website. (laughs) And it'll be open through December 15th. What I would suggest you do, get the list. Don't forget to vote, but get the list and then really actually visit some of these you don't know. It gives you a great opportunity to, to put them to task. 
Oh yeah, what a fun bucket list from from November first to oh December fifteenth. Like, look, there's sixteen bartenders, sixteen bars. Yeah, you know, go hit them all. You know, see what you think. And I, we've said it many, many times. My favorite bar very often may not be somebody else's favorite bar. It's the same way with restaurants because to me, it's much more about um, the atmosphere and the hospitality than it is about the food. And I drink a gin and tonic and a Prosecco. So really, cocktails, I mean, you know, let's make it. It's easy. Right. Two ingredients. But I think the all of these have incredible cocktail skills. But all of these people, when you walk through the bar, walk into their bar, they speak to you. They look up. They smile. I mean, everybody has a bad day now and then, so don't take that too far. But, you know, I mean, it's like Colby. At Draymond Draft, you both, you and I both, are have a yeah. You know. He's he's on the list. He absolutely deserves to be on the list. Um, and use the word that I would have used to describe all of them, which is personality. Whether you frequent these bars or whether you're going into them for the first time, the person pouring your drink, even if it is a gin and tonic, is making a difference in mm-hmm. that experience. And so that's who these people are. Colby is one of them. Um, obviously, Draymond Draft is a great bar, according to Raleigh. It's been our um, one of our best overall bars for four years now. So Colby, you know. He, he's he got a good stage to work on, right? Absolutely. Um, it's a great bar, so it makes it easy to be up for yeah, best bar. But he doesn't rest on his laurels. That's almost, in a way, makes his job harder. Like, you're going into the best right. bar. You're expecting the best experience. Um, I remember taking my friends there a year ago for my birthday, and a couple of them hadn't been there. Colby was actually bartending. And they were really impressed with the bar. Um, it was Labor Day weekend, and so he was the only one behind the bar. And it filled up on a Sunday at 5 o'clock because Monday was a holiday. And I don't think that they were like really expecting that, but he handled it with grace. And people had to wait longer for their drinks because he's just one person. But he was still just, the, that's one of the reasons why it was taking longer too is because he was still treating every person like they were the most important person, even though he had to feel like he was in the weeds. And he was still answering questions for mm-hmm. some people that hadn't been in there. I know because some of them were with me. And so, you know, I think we've all had the experience where somebody's busy and they don't have time for you. And Colby's not that person, you know, and he he always has a smile, like you said. So I think— And now his hair is pretty colorful, so go see him. Yeah, and you you said this too. Neither of us are big fans. Like, Dram is known for their cocktails, and we've said this before. They make brand-new cocktails with every season. Yes. Four times a year, which is an incredibly difficult task. If you've worked in the industry or even drank a drink and you think about that, it's a lot of work. (laughs) And so, you know— but Gina and I will go in, and she wants a gin and tonic, and I want a spicy Blanco margarita, which is like three ingredients. And Colby is so kind about it. He you know, is. We, we do order. We do try those. We take Liz we along, and Liz is usually the guinea pig to try them. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I'm sorry. I'm going to pass them to her. But it's, but it's like, Greg, we're not going to tell you all 16. You're going to have to look at the list. But Greg is one of our favorite at Annie Betty's, and of course he's on the list. Well, this is a good one for you. This is a gin bar, and if you haven't been to Annie Betty's, it's been open now a couple years, 2019. It immediately made our best bars list and then kind of rose in the ranks to best overall this year. So it'll be interesting to see what happens if they repeat or not. But Greg is, if you haven't been in there and sat at Greg's bar, you need to go for sure. And probably one of my favorite bartenders who's not in the place I know him best from who's moved is Doug Wheeler. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Beyond being a great bartender, Doug's the guy behind the bar who always, I got some of my best stories. Stories you've read in this magazine and heard on this podcast, tip-offs on things came from Doug. But Doug was at Atlantic Lounge from its inception, Mm -hmm. and he's now at Libations 317. And I know for a fact he's there several nights a week. Makes a great cocktail. He's a great bar buddy to talk to. Just a just a gem of a guy. 
I went there recently, probably late summer, for the first time. And I have to say, that is an experience worth having. I was pleasantly surprised. The food is delicious. Mm -hmm. The drinks are delicious. And I I guess I knew they had games, but I hadn't really thought about it. Yeah. And it's it's a really cool little elevated concept. Um, the vibes are good. It's definitely worth checking out and seeing what Doug's doing there. Well, and, and Rebecca Hayes at Longleaf is another favorite of mine. Rebecca is a sweetheart, just a nice person, but you walk in and she immediately smiles and how her brain works to the point that she goes, having a gin and tonic or a Prosecco? <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay, I've been in here maybe once this month. How do you remember that? I mean, it's like a steel trap. She is, if she does that with everyone, what a great feeling to yeah. feel like somebody knows your drink when you walk in. Well, that's the cheers feeling, yes. right? Where everybody knows your name. Yes. And and also circling back to just a name maybe a lot of people know in in the city, whether you're in the industry or not. I feel like Johnny Berry is that person. So he's at Whiskey Kitchen yes. now. And um, that was also our third overall best bar last year. Not third as in number three, but there were three and that three was one of them. And so he's also got a good stage to work from. But again, I think that in a way makes their job harder. Johnny's so well known in the industry that when Visit North Carolina wanted to do a photo shoot for a bar, they did it at Whiskey Kitchen. And guess who the bartender was? Johnny. <laughs> I mean, they, you know, he's he's a legend in his own right. And really, yeah, need to ask him about his secret stash of bourbon. He can't serve it in the restaurant, obviously, but he has his own bourbon collection. And so it's fun to talk to him and let him pick out things for you to try. Well, and I think maybe this is because I'm not a bourbon drinker. I know that you are, but to me, it's like this layer of something that you can't get to. Like, I don't mm -hmm. understand bourbon that well. And I feel like I always want people to explain the difference of bourbon and whiskey to me. I just did a big whiskey story in this upcoming issue. Oh, just dropping today. Today's yes. issue. Yes. Yes. And I, and, you know, talking to them, I felt like I was in science class. Um, but for people, I think the point of that is like respect to Johnny to work in this bar. Well, and Dram too, but both of these bars have hundreds of liquors and Whiskey Kitchen, hundreds of bourbons, right? And yeah. I guess Dram too. Yeah. Yeah. And it, to me, it's just like to know that much about all those things. It's like being a sommelier well, for wine. Oh, absolutely. First thing bourbon. you say is, I want to try something new. What's new? What's good? What's out there? Have you ever had? Because you can't, I mean. Yeah, the tasting notes of all these different yeah. ones. Like for me to just talk about this one whiskey and then to know that he knows that much about all these different, oh, yeah. you know, it's just well, fascinating. And a note to to listeners, um, these bartenders don't know they made this list and the magazine's oh, yes. dropping today. So they're <laughs> going to find out um, in print. They're not finding out necessarily from us. Or So if you go in and say, by the way, I just heard. Yeah, you might be the one telling them. Exactly. <laughs> local icon since 1949 and where Raleigh comes to celebrate, savor, and enjoy. Village District is celebrating 75 years of tradition and taste. You can join the celebration for their 75th anniversary on Saturday, April 20th from 3 to 8 p.m. on Woodburn Road. Enjoy live music, pop-ups, a kid-friendly area, and the launch of their Village 75 beer, exclusively brewed by Standard Beer and Food. For more event details and other Village District happenings, you can follow Village District on Instagram at Shop Village District, visit their website at shopvillagedistrict.com, or sign up to receive texts by texting the word Village to 919-701-0202. Campbell University School of Law offers a wholly online or in-person two-semester patent law certificate program. 
designed for technology executives, engineers, paralegals, and more. The deadline to apply for the Patent Law Certificate Program is August 1st. Learn more and apply at law.campbell.edu. But there are a few others. One I'm excited about is, you know, if you live outside of downtown, sometimes the bar pickings can seem a little slim. Mm -hmm. Lots of breweries, lots of bottle shops, but cocktail bar, hmm, slim pickings. Anybody want to open one? I got a location for you near my house. Same. Um, same. But <laughs> um, Flask, it's in Briar Creek, but it's in, in locally owned, um, part of the V Pizza family. But it's a great little cocktail bar. Daniel has made the list, and I'm excited for them to be on there. I, you know, I think he mixes a mean drink. Oh yeah, that's a cool little spot, it especially is. if you live in the underserved area of <laughs> Northwest Raleigh. People talk about underserved and food deserts, and we're talking about bar deserts. I know. Well, we actually have a joke with our producer. He said something recently, like, why don't you just name it more cool stuff being built downtown or not in North Raleigh or right. something like that? Yeah, exactly. Like, why can't we get anything where we live? Sorry. It, Whoever's exactly. listening to this, please come where we live. Yes. But. A few others. Um, Kyle Hankin. At Foundation, who is another legend in the bar industry. Well, and that's uh, one of your favorite bars. It I is. Mean, that's a cool spot, and it's a unique spot. And I'll tell you, keep in mind, I have two or one or two favorite bartenders at Foundation, so it's hard to have narrowed it down. Mm -hmm. But Kyle's been at Foundation a long time, and he is a wizard behind the bar and creates some amazing drinks and just a good human. He's fun to talk to. Yeah, and I think some of these, like Watson Ward, Jacob, and Wilco's Mike, you know, like mm -hmm. you said, there's there are a lot of bartenders at these bars that could have made this list. Oh, yeah. And so curating this list was its own job. And, and that's part of why it was done. It's like, let's do the hard work for you, like you said. Yeah. You know, so you can just focus on who's been nominated and kind of like the Oscars, like we like to compare yes. it to. And then it's more about picking winners. Although we don't do that for you for the bars. That's an no. open, So that's, that's another script. topic, which yep. we'll get to we'll in get a second. To but just to keep in mind, you know, there's a bartender from Vidrio. There's someone from Y Hill on the list. Um, Watson Ward. I don't know. What am I missing? The Merchant. The Merchant. Yep. Bittersweet. Yeah. Haymaker. And it's a great time of year to go to Bittersweet oh, God. right now with all the festive, boozy drinks. And think about it. Miracle opens at Haymaker in just a couple of weeks. That's right. So that's another reason to go in there. So check this list out and grab your friends or whomever and go have a drink and yeah. visit all of them. Tell yeah. them we sent you. I cannot wait to see the votes start rolling in. Okay, so we've given you the nominees for Best Bartender. What we don't do is that— for best bars. That's right. It, like I just said, it is open script. So if you voted for this before, then you'll you'll already know. But if you even if you need a refresher or if you haven't voted before, we do give you a range of categories. So we give you things like over, best overall, sports, restaurant, rooftop, bourbon, and more. And you will just go through and put a, your favorite bar in each category. You're not allowed to repeat a bar for anything except best overall. So, right. so if you go down the list and you write... Dram and Draft for 10 categories, your ballot will be That's right. tossed out. But Dram and Draft could be your favorite cocktail bar, for example, and then also be your favorite overall. So overall is the only one you can duplicate. And just a quick definition of best overall bar. I like to say it's the bar you go to when you've had the worst day ever, and it's the bar you go to when you've had the best day ever. I it is that. your bar. It's where you feel the most at home, and it's where you don't have to stress about the menu. You know what you like. You know the people— 
And it's just easy. And you can just come as you are. Right. I love that. Exactly. And so I think that this is something, you know, we always get a ton of votes for this. And this is something people get really excited about. We really felt that, um, I've been in the magazine about two years now, and my first issue, first full issue was Best Bars the first year that I was there. And that was kind of coming out of the pandemic. I mean, February 2020, obviously, we're, or 2021, excuse me, we were in it. You know, we were in the office again. We had right. masks and um, bars were starting to come back. And even if it was just outside and that year, just to feel that in the community and how important it was and to be able to award them and all the efforts that they had made. And then again, this year, um, with this year's February issue to have been fully open. Yes. And have a full-on party again. So we host an event, usually the last Monday in January or the first Monday in February, ever how the calendar works. That's usually the night the bars are closed and it's easier for them to get away. We host about anywhere from 250 to 300 bar owners, bartenders, and their friends, and a few special Raleigh Magazine friends, and we move it around. The first year we did it, we were at Junction West, which Mm -hmm. had just opened, and most of the bartenders had not seen it. And as anybody who's ever hosted a party, the pit in your stomach when it gets to be about the time people are supposed to show up and you start to panic, what if no one shows up? (laughs) We ended up with a packed house. I mean, it was one of those, the best moments, I think, in my career at Boning Raleigh Magazine. And then the second year we went to King's, which Mm -hmm. was celebrating 20 years, and Probably broke the fire code. I'm sure we <laughs> broke the fire code and had an after party underneath, yeah, um, which was super fun. Pandemic year, we did it at Y Hill outside with two people at a table, and you know, no one could get up and go anywhere except to the bathroom it, with all the rules in place, but we still celebrated the bars. Yeah, that was interesting, but it was fun. It was fun. And, and then, then last year, year, we were at the Avenue, and everything, everybody was back to business. It was packed. We did not break the fire code, though. Um, but it was standing, I mean, there wasn't a lot of room to move around. It was very exciting. It's so fun to like be up on stage. You and I are up there and we're like, they're all so in it and excited mm-hmm. to hear the awards. And we do this, and, and you might've just said this, but we do this like in front of the issue coming right. out. So they don't know. No, they know that they've won something. That's why they've been invited, but they don't know what they've won. Right. And, you know, they buy into it. They're excited. They have fun with it. They make a night of it. There's all, we always plan an after party. We will have a few tickets that we will give away to listeners and readers um, so they can experience this party. But it's fun. It's Are you going to tell them where? No. Oh, stay tuned. Not stay yet. Tuned. But I will tell you that we have flip-flopped between a brand new place and a place celebrating an anniversary every year. And we are going to have access to something super cool that no one has seen um, a space, yeah, I, I can't without, I'm going to well, give it away if I, know, I say anything no, don't anything say anything else. else, but I will say this, jumping horses, so to get you off the hot seat there, um, we could do a whole podcast on like things that happen at these best oh, bars God. parties and the stories that I've heard even from the ones that I wasn't at. Yes. And so we'll have to save that for a rainy day, but these parties are great. There will definitely be more to come on this upcoming party, but vote, pick your favorite bars, go and sit at these bars and, and talk to these bartenders. And you know what I'll say is they appreciate it. I mean, they get excited to win. So even if you think it's silly, getting an award from your city magazine or or being representing your city is kind of a big deal to them, and and it feels good. And so if you have a favorite bar, you have a favorite bartender, vote for them. Makes them feel good. Actually, at our Best Restaurants party in September— you know, we heard from a lot of people that the local awards meant more to them than the national accolades <laughs> because they want to be 
they want to be respected by the community that they're serving. Yeah. And so I think this is really cool. And like we already made the joke that this is like the Oscars. And so the best bartender is kind of like that award that you wait the whole night to see, yes. you know, the best actor. Trust actress. Me, it'll be and the so. last award. It'll be very exciting. It will be. Um, so stay tuned for the February Best Bars issue for the winners, but vote and rapid fire. Yes. A couple of quick questions. Which bartender would you personally vote for? And you cannot name three. So, you know, I'm torn between three, but I'm going to humor you. And I'm just going to go with Colby. I think that's uh, a winner for me. Um, we already talked about all the reasons why. So, But I think just the short of it, the smile. He's always there to greet you with a smile. What about for you? I mean, it's really hard. It's like having children. I mean, you know, <laughs> not comparing bartenders to my children. That's not what I meant. I mean, you can't play favorites because, trust me, I love all of these guys and ladies. Um, you know, I have a sp- Doug has a special place in my heart. Yeah. I spent a lot of time at Atlantic Lounge when it first opened and, and still do and love that spot. So That's a good you know. one. They're all good, though. Yes. So. What bar do you think might leap into the best overall this year? Uh, so hands down for me, that's Pink Boot. Yeah. I mean, there's just nothing else like it on the planet. I We just went back there recently because uh, we have a story in today's issue on the adjacent Rainbow Luncheonette. Yes. Um, Pete, that open. juicy cover. Check out the cover of the magazine. Um, but anyway, so when we were over there scouting that photo shoot, we went into Pink Boot and Liz hadn't been there yet. Uh, she had tried to go and not made it, at, you know, hours, whatever. And so it was fun to introduce somebody to it yes. that hadn't been there and them get to try the trailer trash cocktails. <laughs> I, you know, I've racked my brain to think if there's anyone else, I think. I mean, I think there are a lot of bars that have potential, but I think um, Pink Boot certainly is probably something that's going to be a staple and would be a best overall. I definitely would go there on a bad day and a good day and probably going there today. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> And in terms of a bar that has not been on the list before, maybe newly opened in the last year or two, anybody you think might make it on into one of the categories this time? So I do have two, actually, but don't get mad. And I think it depends on if they make it open in time. Like Pink Boot just got in under the wire last mm-hmm, year for a dive, I think, but obviously not open long enough to rally for an overall I'm not saying these would go for overall, but the two that come to mind are Zach Medford's Tap Yard that we just recently talked about on a podcast a couple weeks ago, again, in an underserved area, but this one's uh, part east of downtown uh, near Brookside Bodega Mm -hmm. and such. The other one for me is um, we broke the news in this issue today about bottle mix moving. Yes. And when they move, they will be in my <laughs> neighborhood. eyes just got very um, big. He's early not corners. Happy. Yes. So very exciting. And part of the news we broke is that it's not just bottle mixing anymore. There will be cocktails. And yes. so I think Full whether it's license, a, yeah. outdoor patio, roll up doors. I mean, they're going all in. Yeah. So I don't know if the, these, like they're slated to open, but we know how this goes with right, permitting right, right. and getting open. So it could be, you know, it could be next year, but um, it'll be interesting to see. And another cocktail bar in Northwest Raleigh, obviously answers our prayers. So what about another bar for you? You know, I think I'm going to slip up here. I I mean, obviously I think Flask had just opened last year and Mm -hmm. we do burb bars and we, you know, we have a lot of categories that I think they're not really in the burbs. Bar Creek's not a burb, sorry. It it just feels (laughs) like it to some people. (laughs) Um, but I think that I think they have the potential to be on the list in a category. I also don't think Longleaf made the list last year. 
Oh, that's a good one. And I really think that I love that they've bar. come into the I mean, not that they ever needed to come into their own, but they've really people have found them and it's become a regular go to for me. Yes. Sunday afternoon, you're likely to find me there. And one of our categories is always best patio. And yes. that is a hard patio to beat. It is. It's, it's really I mean, not that they don't have the indoor bark as well, but Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how it shakes out. It's coming fast. Voting's open today. Go vote. This has been Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I hope after hanging out with us, you feel more like a Raleigh insider. You can find copies of our magazine around town or subscribe for $10 for 10 issues. We'd love it if you gave this podcast a rating and review and share it with your friends. This podcast was edited and produced by EarFluence. I'm Gina Stevens. We'll see you again soon.